entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. The show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, DC Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders. That's you, by the way, so you can inspire others. My guest with me today, who I've been looking forward to speaking with, is David Purcell. Hi, David. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thrilled you're here. David Purcell is the founder and CEO at FarmLinks at Purcell Farms, which is located in Sylacauga, Alabama. Okay, so David, I looked at your background. It looks like you grow up in Sylacauga, Alabama. And now Purcell Farms, your company, is based there. What makes this place so special for you and your companies? Oh, wow. That's, uh, that's a great, great question. So I was raised in uh, a small town, 12,000 people, kind of right in the, uh, the center of Alabama, just below Birmingham. And um, uh, went to Auburn University and, uh, and ended up moving back here, got married, had six children. Now I have six grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, just having a, a, a great time living very close to where I grew up, but also about seven generations of family before that. Hmm. So uh, Purcell Farms is uh, is just kind of one of the uh, outgrowths of a business strategy that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, it looks like you, I guess we'll start here, it looks like you turn the traditional fertilizer business on its head uh, I guess this is where uh, FarmLinks got started. So, so tell me about this. As a matter of fact, it says, uh, and somewhere along my notes, FarmLinks, the world's first research and development golf course and fertilizer. <laughs> Connect that for me, David. Tell me that story. Okay, so it starts back in 1904 when my great-grandfather started a very small uh, fertilizer business uh, in Sylacauga, Alabama, servicing about a 10-mile radius of Sylacauga, so very, very small. And uh, that's when fertilizer used to come out of the back end of animals, mm-hmm. if, you, if, you, if you can think back that far. <laughs> but uh, so uh, we grew that company, or the family did, uh, and uh, myself, my brother, my sister, uh, each uh, entered the family fertilizer business at a you know relatively early age uh, myself right out of Auburn and um, we uh, we had this controlled release fertilizer technology that was just unbelievable that we developed now again we're, we're Sylacauga Alabama based fertilizer business and and all of a sudden I, I, what I wanted to do is to compete especially in the golf market on a national scale. So golf course fertilizers uh, for, you know, golf courses grown from, 
you know, uh, South Florida all the way up to Alaska, so mm-hmm. to speak, or mm-hmm. certainly up through uh, Michigan, sure. say, and into Canada. And uh, but I knew we had this great technology. Uh, it was kind of a value sell because it lasted much longer than other products that were out there. And uh, I had to figure out a way to uh, tell the story to convince people to at least try it. And that was really my goal was just to get them to uh, trust us enough to where they would actually try this product because if they tried it, I knew that they would uh, continue to use it. So uh, I had this brainstorm of an idea. Now, I, was, I went to Auburn University, and I was a commercial art major. So you would think <laughs> that some, somebody grew up in a, in a family fertilizer business would have gone into agronomy or something like that. <laughs> right. But I think I'm a little bit more akin to P.T. Barnum than I am some agronomist, you know. So I'm a marketing guy, always coming up with ideas. And uh, so our family had a farm located outside of Sylacauga, about 10 miles, and 3,200 acres, beautiful, uh, beautiful piece of property, elevation up to about 1,100 feet, um, just great pasture land and uh, plenty of water. And my wife and I had moved out here right after we got married and started our family. And I noticed that if we could ever get a potential customer of any kind out to the farm, they just absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of like they let their inhibitions down and you could get in uh, kind of inside their their head and their heart, mm-hmm. build a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is well before the strategy came. So I finally became CEO of the family business fertilizer business in 1997 and I, I just had this idea to relocate the, the, the business now which had you know had gone from uh, manures to we used to call ourselves the connoisseurs of manures that was one of one of my trade trade lines I came up with as an artist I love it so, but uh, but we uh, we had morphed into this real high-tech polymer-coated fertilizer that was a long-lasting product. We had about 85 different products in the line. We had it as small as like a grain of sand that you could put onto a bent grass green or much, much larger uh, that would go onto a fairway or a rough. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what I, my, my big idea was to kind of jump the shark on uh, on the way that fertilizers were sold. And uh, what I wanted to do, since I had a finite market, there's, uh, there's 16,000 golf courses in the United States at the time. Right. They were building about 400 new courses a year. So I was kind of riding that wave. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to do is to get them on our home turf on a fully paid junket to central Alabama to visit a small family-owned company. So getting that pump primed was, was, uh, was a bit of a chore, but, uh, but the, the, the first year, uh, the word of mouth really started to spread, and uh, these customers absolutely loved it. So they w- would come to Alabama, they would fly in and land in Birmingham, and from that time on, we controlled their complete itinerary. And it was all about 
really, really good food, a lot of fun, um, and, you know, eventually <laughs> we, once we got to a, a place in the, the process, the itinerary and the relationship, we would start to introduce ideas for uh, helping them to maintain their turf, no matter where they were, whether mm. they're in Florida or Michigan. All right, let me jump California. in. Let me jump in, David. So I want to be. I want everybody to be clear. The traditional view. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong. The traditional way to take a fertilizer or any product like that to golf courses or to whoever farms is for typically a, a salesperson to jump in a car, have the books, have the samples, and travel all over the country. You didn't do that. You did what you're describing now. You invited people to your place, right? Am I saying this all right? That is correct. So you gave them some good old-fashioned Southern hospitality, and as a result of that, your fertilizer business Grew. I couldn't wait to say that word. Your fertilizer <laughs> business grew. So, but that is that pretty much it. Is that yeah? Accurate? Well, it was it was kind of a, a weaponizing of Southern hospitality. Ah, okay. Uh, we we you're correct. So the 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 typical way for a fertilizer company to sell product back in the day, all of our bigger, much you know, uh, the, the we were competing against uh, public. Entities, gigantic companies. Uh, they, they were just huge, huge companies, and they would hire these salespeople, put them in every state, maybe two per state, at about one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, fully wow. burdened cost. Wow! And then they send them out with this notebook full of, full of products, and the chance for our product even being mentioned in a visit. Uh, it was so, so slim. These, these salespeople were going to a superintendent who, who you know, had a full day of work going on. They, they may give them 10 minutes or five minutes or may give them 30 minutes, but they, okay. you know, they would talk about football and other yeah, things right. most of yeah. the time and so, then finally get down and introduce one or two different products. So, so we I'm, wanted our story to get told and explained. And so, this was so the best way we knew to do it. Think back. Uh, I'm sitting here kind of in amazement. So you're bringing people. Was there, there, wasn't, was there a golf course there? This is there, originally there was not. There was one plan, but we had this uh, this guest lodge that was amazing. It was it was uh, it was it was still pretty small. It was only we we brought in small groups who never brought in more than twenty customers at the time because right. we needed to. What we wanted to do is over a forty eight hour period of time is get to know them. So if, if we were going to bring in a hundred people, there's no way I. I would have, or even some of our people working with us would have gotten to know everybody. Yeah. So but, I'm but thinking so the, the I'm, small groups. It was it was great, and it just absolutely worked well. And and literally by the you know the next morning after they arrived, their whole their whole countenance had changed, and their body language and everything. Because when they got there, they were like. Are you trying to sell me, you know, beachfront sure. property in Kansas sure. or what? Right. Yeah. Well, I could understand that. That's why I'm thinking. Okay. So they, they first of all, I'd love to hear what you said to them to get them to come down. Um, maybe that's a whole other show. But there they are, come down across wherever they came from because they're coming from all over the place. So you wowed them, them with hospitality and 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 with food and fun and and relaxing. So this turned into as I'm looking at the words, um, 
you know, research and development. So when they got there, were you like uh, sharing formulas with them? Were you talking about how this works? Did you ask for their help? To give me a little more information on what you did when you finally got to talking about fertilizer. <laughs> yeah, well, so <clears throat> there's a statement, uh, a, a quote that says, I heard and I forgot, I saw and I remembered, I did and I understood. Mm. So what we wanted to do is get them kind of out in a living laboratory, which nobody else had thought about doing. Again, mm. I'm competing against guys going in with notebooks full of products into to call on these same superintendents. We wanted to get them out of their environment, out of their daily worries, and to be able to introduce concepts that would give them a much better, greater tool to work with than had ever been developed. So it was the product was was that good, you know. If, mm-hmm. if the product had not been good, then you, you could have done good hospitality and made a few friends, but they, right, you know, but the they, product, they're not going to buy something unless it, they the, know it can help them. The product has to work, and, and obviously it did. So I want to get to Purcell Farms, but so, um, well, first of all, my guest is David Purcell. Obviously, he's a charming artist and uh, kind of a Barnum and Bailey kind of salesperson, I guess, which I say in in, in love. Um, and he is uh, running Purcell Farms. You can learn more about them at PurcellFarms.com. So you had some success and then eventually sold the fertilizer business, correct? Yes. we. So we hosted over 10,000 of the wow. country's 16,000 golf course superintendents. And uh, along the way, we went from number six in the country in controlled release fertilizers to number one. Wow. Um, and just had unbelievable success. We were able to, uh, to change or to garner 90% of the people that we brought in eventually, uh, you know, did business with us on a meaningful scale, which is, which is unbelievable. It's and we, a, yeah. you know, we were having a, we were making a huge investment flying people in and sure. their yeah. airfare and that type thing. Yeah. But the results were such that this was something that was so different, so unique and so much appreciated by these, you know, this, this class of golf course superintendents coming in that, uh, and, and nobody could, nobody could really pick up on what we were doing and how we would do it. And it was, this took years of planning. Sure. A lot of work, a lot of work. Yeah. But the other thing was, is that we rode the wave of, you know, the growth of the the golf, the growth industry. And then we sold, we actually sold the business. Um, it was uh, in 2006, so that was a good time to sell anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, and so we were left with this, uh, this research and demonstration golf course, Farm Links, which is Alabama's number one ranked public access golf course. Mm. And uh, so then we started to, to say, okay, we're going to uh, have to figure out what we're going to do because we didn't sell that asset. We just sold the fertilizer, the right. trademarks, the right. patents, and intellectual property. And um, so we have, for the last, say, 12 years, we have been in the planning for what we have launched now, which is a 
a boutique resort property that uh, people are coming to is still there's only 81 guest suites down here but you know we have Orvis shooting grounds the family that owns Orvis the Perkins family right. has uh, has a business located on the property 3200 acres hunting fishing you know golf we do UTV rides horseback riding spa built a new wonderful inn we have three restaurants on property and it's absolutely it's just gorgeous it's yeah. less less than an hour from Birmingham and about a little over two hours from Atlanta so just going to the website David you can see how elegant and beautiful it is and uh, if you can go to their website it's purcellfarms.com so now David I'm going to ask you to share some of this secret sauce if you will <laughs> you, you call it a weaponized Southern hospitality uh, strategy, and I see some points here, and probably already covered the first one, uh, an excellent or differentiated product or service. Uh, I guess you did that with the fertilizer business, and apparently you're doing that with Purcell Farms. Am I, am I right there? That is, that is uh, that's, a, that's a key component is that you have to have a product or service that if, 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 if you describe it to and can demonstrate it, to a potential customer that they will, you know, they will buy it. it mm. You know, people aren't, people aren't going to buy schlock, as I call it. Right. And, uh, <laughs> so you have to have a good product or service. That absolutely is number one. That's start there. It has to have that wow factor. Uh, I got it. So the next point says high quality hospitality location. And Correct. it goes, to, which, it goes which on to say. More when, important, it, so you need to be, your hospitality location needs to you know, have some attraction to it, but it needs to be in an undistracted area mm. because what you've got is a limited amount of, you know, of time, of focus uh, to get to know and get to describe your products. And, and it's, uh, you know, the Southern way takes more time than uh, maybe other ways of doing things. So relationships or, you know, you yeah. Down down here, people sit in rocking chairs for hours <laughs> and just talk about football and whatever. Yeah. And uh, so, but if you can get people to unwind from the busyness of their day, you can build a relationship with them, and that's kind of the key there. Yeah. The undistracted, you know, helps you to build a relationship. So, how important is that? Is it for the entire for your entire team? to understand what you're doing. Obviously, high-quality hospitality, it takes a whole team. How important is it for, for them to understand what you're doing? Huge, because uh, we had a, a, uh, a strategy that everybody understood and believed in because they had, they had seen it work as well. So it was working for everybody, and the more product we sold, then you know the more money everybody made and, and everybody you know, did very, very well back in, in that time. So good people that believe in the overall strategy is huge. I mean, you can't do it by yourself. I guess you could if you were just selling life insurance or something like that. But Not if you're um, running Purcell Farms, you can't. No, 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 no. no. We, we have about 200 people here. For yeah. And all working the, uh, the uh, Southern Hospitality uh, strategy. So we can't hit all 10, David. I want to pick out a couple that I really found uh, really interesting. It's all interesting, but we can't cover them all. 
Um, so you have groups down there. Uh, I suppose some conf- some corporate folks have some meetings down there. I'm sure that happens. You have weddings down there. You have all different kinds of things. Again, go to their website, PurcellFarms.com. You'll just see how beautiful and elegant it is. So let's pretend we're in a corporate conference. One of the uh, bullet points that I see here in the weaponized Southern Hospitality Strategy is plan every minute of their visit. Intentionality is the key. Talk to me more about that, David. Yes, so uh, from the time that our guest landed, uh, we had already figured out, okay, we've got an hour-long bus ride from the airport to the farm. So what we did was we came up with uh, an entertaining but informative video for them to kind of watch while they're driving through Birmingham and through the Alabama countryside so that we were prepping their, you know, the entirety of their visit. So every group that came, okay, so we brought two groups a week uh, for 42 weeks out of the year. So I mean, mm. it's like summer camp almost. Mm-hmm. So uh, when they would come, most everybody, we would do the same thing the same way every time, depending upon the weather sometimes, so that if, if, you, if you plan out everything and you build in, you know, there needs to be plenty of downtime. Mm. We believed in something called fun first, which means mm-hmm. when they would come in, we did not try to sell them anything the first day. We, it was all about, hey, okay. We're going to go fish, we're going to go play golf, we're going to go shoot, we're going to eat three meals before we ever try to sell you anything. <laughs> and that was, that was part of the strategy. I mean, it's mm. just kind of like, again, it's, this, it's weaponized Southern hospitality. That's, I love that's it. A key descriptor there. <laughs> I, I, I love it. And, uh, well, you know, I'm trying to think of more words other than beautiful and articulate, and what a wonderful place for for anyone to attend, but if you had to, uh, here's your opportunities to tell me and tell our business audience, who do you want to call? Who do you want to visit your place? Who do you want to host on there? Is it corporate? Is it golfers? Uh, talk to me more about that. Give me, be, descript- be descriptive, if you will. Yeah, so uh, today what we do is we offer uh, a, a whole variety of hospitality, whereas at one time we were unidimensional. We were basically golf basically men and we at one time we only had eight rooms and it was just for the business strategy now we have uh our biggest business is corporate groups Mm -hmm. and a corporate group can be four people or it can be you know 140 Mm -hmm. people right and they come in again they're coming to an undistracted environment we our culinary is awesome it's really really good very southern um and there are lots of things to do, but we also have lots of places to meet. And we, uh, we're, we're essentially providing the environment that made us successful. Mm. And sometimes the expertise, if a, if a company wants our opinion on, hey, I've got this group of customers coming in, what do you suggest? We're more than happy to work with them, uh, to give them advice. You know, we don't tell them to do anything, but uh, we know that it works so well for us. I mean, it, it, we, we ended up building this little small fertilizer company and sold it for nine figures before you got to a, a decimal point. Amen. And it was just unbelievable how it worked, but I think that the strategy 
would still work today. I'm surprised that more people don't really invest in relationships as much to I'm be with able you. to sell their product. I, I'm with you. That is the right way to do it. Um, this discussion has been a delight. My guest has been David Purcell. He is the founder and CEO at FarmLinks at Purcell Farms. His website is uh, PurcellFarms.com. That's P-U-R-S-E-L-L, PurcellFarms.com. Anybody listening to this show, um, all kinds of business lessons, all kinds of ideas on how to build relationships. And for goodness sake, book some rooms down there and have your corporate conference with David. I, that's what I suggest, David. What? Okay, you okay with that? Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. I figured, you, I figured you would be. So anything last minute? I'm going to kind of wrap up, but is there anything that I missed or anything, any point you want to drive home to finish up? No, I, w- I would just say that um, if, if someone listening to this podcast uh, does – either book a group or want to talk to me, they can certainly call down. And, and, uh, and I'm even, a, uh, you know, I, I, I'm asked almost on a weekly basis to go into a group because they want to hear this story mm-hmm. told to maybe their sales force or just kind of I something inspiring. And uh, love to do that. But, um, you know, we, we are a family business. We're not a, a main flag. We're not like a Marriott or Hilton or Hyatt or not that that's bad. We're we're just a family that knows how to do hospitality and do it well. Thank you so much, David. It's been a treat. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Business Builders Show. To learn more about me, and I'm Marty Wolf, go to MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. That's MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. To learn more about Kelly Hoey, go to her website, which is jkellyhoey.co. That's jkellyhoey.co. And, of course, you can find Kelly and Marty on LinkedIn and Twitter. A reminder, you can find all our Business Builders shows on iTunes, Spotify, and on your favorite podcast app. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. 